0: Hello and welcome to the Positive Feedback Podcast, a podcast from Creating Chances. Here at Creating Chances, we are a for purpose social enterprise that aims to empower, inspire and develop young people through our evidence-based best practice programs. This podcast is an extension of that and each week you'll be hearing from people within our organization as well as people from other organizations and walks of life that share the same goal as us to impact and support young people so that they can change the world around them. Through these stories and lived experiences, we hope that you too are inspired to make a positive impact in the world around you. On today's episode, Rob chats to Alessandro, Diallo. Us is a valued member of the Football United family, having been both a participant and a coach. The two discuss how Football United has shaped Alassane's life, how he uses life skills learned in the program every day, and his motivations to give back to the community. Enjoy the episode.
1: So what I'm doing today is I invited Alassan along for our legendary conversation. This is our first one with Football United. We do a few as well ever with Creating Chances. And today's topic is all about personal growth and personal journey, both as a footballer, as a coach, and just as a person. So I guess with that out of the way, I guess the floor is yours. Hassan. Let, <laughs> let him
2: know, I guess, who uh, you are and, and what you're, where you started. Uh, well, um, as Rob said, my name is Al Hassan. And um, I used to be a participant uh, of Football United. Uh, I think I've been, part of, I've been part of it for about 10 years now. So where did my journey start? Um, so I arrived in Australia in 2009, September, precisely, I believe. Um, so I came in here uh, within three weeks. And, um, I went to a school called Events IEC. So for those of you who don't know what that is, it's pretty much like an intensive English center for, um, every newly, uh, migrants, refugees, or anyone from a non-speaking English background. So yeah. I attended that school. That's where Football United came about. Um, where it all started. So it was basically one afternoon where we have, um, an assembly. So where they pretty much just debrief us about the upcoming uh, events. And then um, I just see like three people at the front. They were in a red, this exactly the same top they were wearing. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah so um, they came back. At the time, I didn't speak English. So I had no idea what they were talking about. But um, okay. two, two things that I noticed, I know the word football. So they mentioned football and they had a uh, soccer bag full of um, they had gee cones and then and I had no idea what they're talking about but I believe now they were just like trying to get us to join and telling us the importance of joining football and then um, what we can gain from it so I was just like football I see soccer, soccer balls and then um, and I see fruits, apples and stuff I'm like okay cool <laughs> so this is what I love doing and then um, I'm getting rewarded so I'm like why not so yeah. I got a few of my friends at the time in IEC. So we took the paper application home the same day I got it signed and then I brought the paper back. So and I think every Tuesday or Monday after school and yeah. we'll have we'll have three free training sessions. So sometimes Stuart would pop in, Abu, Ajak, all those guys, Teresa and then Asma. So yeah, so that that's how the whole thing started, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> Yeah, small beginning for Football United,
1: and now we're here. Yeah, yeah. Um, Evans was one well, of my first programs as well, actually, with Football oh, United. Wow. I think Evans yeah. was my first. Um, but uh, uh, one of my questions, I guess you mentioned it, that when you arrived in Australia, you didn't speak you know, much English.
2: Well, there was, yeah. How
1: was it arriving you know, in Australia from a, a new country, new beginning?
2: Uh, honestly speaking, it wasn't easy um so the first thing that i noticed when we got when we got picked up from the airport is was the weather so i think when we left home it would be around autumn last summer so yeah. we got to the airport it was freezing so i'm like wow this is not what i was expecting at all so i didn't i never pictured australia to be like that so and then um obviously the food was completely something that uh, I'm like, nah, I'm going to struggle with this, you know, I miss <laughs> my rice, I miss my chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so when I go to Evans IEC, I had to, everybody has to do this. So any, everyone that comes in from overseas, we have to take um, an oral examination to see which level, uh, which class they should put you on and as you can yeah you would guess i felt like it was i did i had no idea what you're talking about so i would just say yes to everything so everything they asked i would just say yes so yeah so i started working on that um i think there's like levels of you know how much english you speak so that's how the whole thing started and then with football united uh just one afternoon i think it was the best thing best decision i ever made at that time i didn't realize i yeah. to me it was just football that's it but i didn't realize that I, I would i would meet one of the, one of the amazing people so and they helped me actually make friends so at that time football was the only thing that i had in mind so i had no motivation going to the IIC, because um, yeah. you would imagine it's like you've studied in a different language and then you gotta come restart all over again so yeah, I couldn't
1: even imagine man. I mean I lived in Australia my whole life. I couldn't imagine
2: how it would be to <laughs> yeah. get up and move to a new country
1: where they speak a different language from you
2: know, So like... yeah, every yeah, everything was completely different. So with football in because I wouldn't speak in class. So I'm like what am I going to say? You know. And yeah. then one thing that I didn't realize, the same the guys that were in my class were actually in the same position as me. But the fact that Okay. But the fact that we couldn't actually um uh, communicate and then everybody it was like it was one of the most challenging challenging times and then uh, but i um, with the help of football United obviously um, the training program um, after school so they didn't just offer training programs uh, just just football so they had workshops uh, so and then we had camps after that so at the end of every uh, semester or term yeah and then we'd go to camp for like, I think three days camp. And then we did a lot of workshops there. I think with those workshops until now, I, I apply some of those into my, in, into my actual life. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, man.
1: So yeah, so you kind of covered one of my questions was, you know, what helped you settle in and make friends in Australia, but it sounds like, you know, football and Football United was probably the biggest thing that sort of helped you
2: there. 100% man.
1: So my question to you, Alasan, and, and to everyone in chat as well, I think everyone's joining us. What are your main passions and what are some other interests? So I know football is a big one, what,
2: what else? That, that's for everyone. Um, so. Besides football, <laughs> yeah. Um, passion, passion. I would say, to be honest, growing up, football was the only thing that we did. So yeah. we go home, school, after school, just football. But then growing up in an african household you have this expectation of or you have to get an education football is not for you it's too late now you're not you're not a professional so like our parents have this expectation of being either a doctor a lawyer that kind of thing yeah. so you kind of you're kind of like sort of influenced so you gotta like you, unless you make it to the top that's when okay you have some freedom, but besides that you just like school because I, I have to do something. So especially my only way to succeed in, in, a, in a country like this, I'm like, the fact that I don't speak English, which, which is gonna be a major impact on me. So if I want to join a soccer club, I won't be able to do that without English. Okay. So how do, I how do I communicate with people? So my main focus was just to learn English, just to study, just to make as, friends, as many friends as I can within the program and outside the program. In order for me to succeed, and then um, yes. yes, so just talking to people, um, making new friends through Facebook. That's um, that's what I did basically at the yeah. beginning. And
1: food as well, of
2: course. I know food is one of your passions <laughs> as well. Food is my passion. Everyone's <laughs> passion, man. <laughs> oh, percent. Hundred percent. Oh, I like I like I enjoy hiking. To be honest, I I, I enjoy nature. So going out yeah. there anything that that involves um outdoor scenery um yeah traveling yeah. big passion too traveling yeah, yeah
1: enjoy traveling yeah you, you and Eve yeah. definitely have that in common i know he loves her
2: hiking. Yeah. Love her traveling. <laughs> yeah for sure soon enough
1: we'll be able to travel again soon enough huh? it'll be pretty soon yeah. enough we'll be able to travel yeah, but, uh, both so, of it, man. so i guess sort of more about myself and my journey with Football United. I remember one of my earliest experiences was the festival. So it was Mm -hmm. Football United Gala Day, I believe it was 2015. So almost five years ago at this point It was one of my earliest memories. You know, schools from Evans, from Miller, from Arthur Phillip, from Fairfield, all these schools, all these students coming in and and running football. That's one of my best experiences, not just because of the competition, but the messages behind football, you know, the personal values,
2: that that's that's what i loved about football united 100 percent. yeah i didn't actually like at the time at the time sorry to cut you off so at the, at the time that i was playing we had those competitions. for us it was just a competition we didn't actually see uh the message behind it so we just wanted obviously like 15 year old 16 we just wanted to play win but then Football United sort of have, um, they sort of implemented certain rules as to what you can do. So like fair game points, um, fair play, uh, red card, and some games we didn't actually have referees while we were playing. So yeah. oh, okay. you, sort of, you sort of like have to be fair without the referee at the same time. It was all about inclusiveness, but at the time we were just competitive, we just wanted to win. Events wanted to beat faithful, faithful wanted to beat this, so yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. looking back at it now I see the point, I see the whole um, I see the reason why they did that
1: Yeah. So that sort of leads on to my next question and Stuart raises yeah. the one So I guess what yeah. impact did Football United have and what sort of values did it help you learn through football?
2: Um, so they taught me to look at sports differently so my definition of sport uh, 10 years ago would have been completely different. Just be coming to a soccer field, get a soccer ball, play, whoever wins, win. whoever loses, lose. But um Football United Valleys and um they the way they ran the program was was based on um, other aspects of sport that you don't actually see on TV. So we had a lot of workshops on personal development. Um, reflection so they would literally implement scenarios into your life so how you would apply that onto soccer field so it was it was much it was much more broader than just playing football scoring and um yeah so it covers a lot of aspects life skills do you have an
1: example do you have one that you can share sort of a life skill that that, that you developed through Um, these workshops
2: so, one of the things that I could remember, I have a lot about, it. one of the things that I, ju- I just remembered in one of the camps that we went to, so they, uh, I think Sue Sweet, Sweet was running the workshop, so he got us to run a workshop on creating a team, your own 11-siding lineup. So, you would have a goalkeeper, you would have uh, your defenders, obviously, the midfielders and strikers. So, yeah. and we had to apply that into our own life. So, pretty much, who would be the goalkeeper in your life? Okay. So, you got to choose someone within your family. So, if you choose your, let's say your sibling, brother, mom, or whoever to be a goalkeeper, why is goalkeeper so important? And who would be your striker? So, who would be the person to finish uh, things for you in life? So, who would be your midfielder? Yeah. So, if you pick someone, for, for instance, you pick your parent as a midfielder. So, a midfielder usually provide an assist for strikers to finish. So, growing up as a young person, obviously, you have you had to get help. You have to get a start-up um, from your parents. So, a midfielder, for instance, yeah. would be your parents, and then they would help you and then guide you through um, life. So, that's one of the things that I, I could remember. But we did a lot more than that.
1: Yeah, no, I like that. So, yeah, your team of life sort of relating who can help you with who can be on the football
2: Yeah, team. yeah.
1: So, I, thought, I love that you put your parents in there in your the midfield and as your goalkeeper. <laughs> so, my question for everyone in yeah.
2: chat is who would be your midfield? Who would be your striker? Exactly. But let's let's know, get inter- so, yeah. let's get interactive. People are not you, yeah, you guys. You it. can ask. You can answer questions. Yeah. Feel free that's to it. answer. Everyone's t- in t- here. Yeah, yeah. We'll be we'll be Feel reading free. it. So I guess for me, my <laughs> parents. You know,
1: my parents would be my you know my goalkeeper, my my central defenders. They're always there to, to help me.
2: 100 mm. percent yeah.
1: Oh, Aston Stewart, right back. There you go. <laughs> 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 I don't. I don't. I can't see the
2: comments. I don't know why.
1: Oh, I hope you are here, so we have we did have a question which sort of leads into what will be next is what do you enjoy the most about football
2: uh, as in football in general, right yeah, football in general uh what I enjoy about it uh, um, to be honest, I enjoy everything about football, so I think. Being, being on a soccer field, so let's say you've got a game, so the preparation leading to the game, the training, um, so the, ter- the interaction you have with the teammates um, during, during the week leading to the game, these are things that people don't actually see. So when you, when you show up to a game as expected, as all you see is just people playing, they're scoring goals, but there's, there's a lot more. So the friends that you form, uh, the coaches, the mentors you meet, and um, so the routine, the whole routine, yeah, yes. it's just everything, man. It just 100%. it's a place for me to just forget about everything that I have, every problem that I have in the real world. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Nice. So Musi gives a good one. The interaction and the relationships
2: you build, 100 percent. Musi, that's a big thing for me. How come in I don't? Friends? I can't see. I don't see any any of the comments. <laughs> oh no! I'll have to I don't know, know what, what the last <laughs> so comment that, that I saw. Yeah. Huh?
1: Go ahead, what was the last one you saw?
2: The last comment I saw, I mean, it's based on photographer from Barham. <laughs> oh
1: no. Right, if anyone's got any questions perhaps I'll I'll relay them to you. But I'm um, back sure. on with Football United. So my next yep. question is what sort of opportunities did Football United
2: give? Uh honestly speaking, there's heaps of opportunity. But the ones that I would pick, the highlights would be the traveling. So yeah. um so, I had opportunity to travel overseas with Football United. And my first trip would be 2013. Uh, if I'm wrong, Stuart, correct me <laughs> the date. It was so, 2013, yeah. so, we went to New, New Caledonia, right? New, New Caledonia. So, I was uh, one of the dele- delegate, um, delegate from um, Australia. So, we went to uh Pacific Youth Conference. So, that was the first time that I actually realized that. This is bigger than just kicking a soccer ball, so we had to um, work with um, young youth, young people from the Pacific. And uh, honestly speaking, when I joined the program, I never thought this 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 is where it would lead. Eventually, lead me. So, yeah, it was one of the eye opening. Eye opening. Yeah. And um, speaking of traveling and. Uh, Two thousand and sixteen we also I was part, I was part of the, the football United delegation that went to France for the street world football and that was, that was that was yeah, that was just amazing that was amazing The amount of people that I met um, the young people the stories um, one of the challenges actually that I got from that was that a lot of the workshop that we had to do we had people coming from uh, the Latin America, um, some parts in Europe, so everywhere, and a lot of the workshop people didn 't speak English all right oh, okay so it was you have to find a way to like sort of interact and communicate with people without speaking the same language with them yeah. so yeah, so I found that it, I found that really interesting
1: did you think so with your experience arriving in Australia not speaking English, did that help you? get the message across to these people you know in with the pacific youth and sports conference in new caledonia and you know the street football world festival in france
2: uh 100 percent, man 100 percent. because the fact that you know you've already been there this was uh you've had this experience before i think once you have an experience in life with anything in any sort of area you can easily relate with people yeah so you know where they're coming from um sometimes you got to read through people's actions so if you actually listen like with me I had, I had no method of communicating with people when i first came beside yeah. my family obviously the rest um yeah so just knowing that this is it's no it's um it's a transition so eventually you're gonna move away from you know where you are um that's about it and in france just to add into that if i'm talking too much just let me stop <laughs> put your hand up um ahead, so in france no, no, we went, you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i just don't want to get carried on um so in france <laughs> so when we went to france um, so we had people that could speak two three different languages so and that was advantages because some of the workshop and some of the things that we were doing we didn't need to go out there and then find someone to translate you know but then so yeah. some people were lucky they could speak other languages and then um I was actually helping out with, you know translation as well so and um a lady actually came up to me this was one of the best things. i'm not gonna forget this a lady from uh, uefa the same lady that do does all the reporting for um the uefa like the champions league actually interviewed yeah, wow. me and i was just, I was, I was just sitting oh. down i had no idea and then i'm like wow <laughs> this is happening <laughs> yeah so there's a lot of a uh, lot of posit- positive things a lot of positive things to take from from the trip yeah, that's
1: brilliant. So just on the last on those trips, what sort of opportunities do you think these trips and Football United can provide to others? So you've gained all these amazing things. What do you think they can provide yeah. to other
2: people? This is, what I, this is what I would tell any newcomer or any new person that wants to join the program. Just don't hesitate. Just just, just be part of it. With Football United, opportunity is equally distributed. So everybody will get their turn. So it, as when you're starting, just do it. Just enjoy the process. Because when I first started, my goal was just to play. I just I just needed some extra motivation that I would attend because I will I had to attend school, but I needed something extra. Yeah. And that was that was football and So I knew after school every Tuesday, you know, we had football and we had free um free food. And it oh, literally took up. me. <laughs> that was my motivation, I'm being honest. Sorry guys. Um <laughs> Yeah, but it's way beyond that. It's way, it's much more beyond. It's like, yeah, the rewards, the rewards are amazing. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Brilliant. So, I guess the next sort of questions are all about your journey as a football player itself. And it starts with, I think, a a really good question is, what advice would you give to youngsters who are inspired to be great footballers?
2: Um... I I mean, you need to be realistic. (laughs) It's a tough question because it's it's something, it's a dream that we all have growing up because you see a lot of things on TV and then you just want to be, because we all grew up with um, idols. So you want to be Ronaldo, you want to be Ronaldinho, you want to be Kaka, you want to be this. And then you actually come here and then you realize, okay, it takes a lot more than that. Um, Because we all dream of going to Europe because that's where football is. But then you come to Australia, you realize, okay, You gotta start somewhere. You gotta you gotta work on what what quality you have. Um, I would just tell them just just train, train hard, do what you need to do. Just set be realistic with your goals. You know? Yeah. Um, start somewhere. If you if you're capable of playing park soccer, start somewhere. Don't ever look down. Cause I started at Division Three when I first came. So I was just turning at the park with my cousins and then some guy just joined. He approached yeah. me. asked me if I wanted to play. So I'm like, what is, like, what is club? And then he started explaining to me. And then this is what you do. You come in here. You play. And from there, the following year, I moved from there to um, Grand Prix Rage. They were Super League at the time. Then from there, I went to Spirit. That's when we won the, um, the NPO twice. So what I would say, just start where you are. Start where you are now. And then just work, work your way up. Because I had no sort of connection at the time to be at i did have connection but i was kind of reluctant and shy to ask people where it is so don't blame it on a lot of people have uh that stigma if you come if you're a certain race or you said this um, the coaches don't like me i won't make it for this reason i won't go there because of this because of this just forget the excuses use your talent just play yeah yeah I think that's really interesting that it,
1: it relates back to what you were talking about with values, you know, that as a spectator and you go to the game, you don't see what goes on behind the scenes. You look at Ronaldo mm-hmm. and Messi, watch him on TV and think, oh, I should, should be able to do that. But what you don't no, see no, is that they train, you know? They're training well, hours a day, you know? For decades now, it's a, so that's it. It's,
2: it's, a long, it's, a lot, work. it's a lot more than that, man. Yeah,
1: 100%. Do you have a football that you sort of looked up to when you
2: were growing up? Huh? actually the first ever soccer jersey that i got i was eighth i think was a ziden jersey that was the start of everything so i got i got a ziden jersey and um yeah that was it that was it just that jersey just motivated me um yeah very good player growing up i looked up to him i was i also looked up to Ronaldinho, and um now they retire, obviously. Pogba is my Pogba is the guy that I look up to oh, now. there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: you're a United fan, right? That's no, just United? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> United, nah.
2: I would, I would want Pogba to leave United right now, man. <laughs> sorry, to all the, sorry to all the United fans.
1: Yeah. Nah, he's, yeah, he's a quality player. Um, so, yeah, yeah. How about... So, currently, I guess, you want to let everyone know, sort of, I know that you're not playing. You've, you've had a few injuries, I guess. How to
2: yeah, yeah that's to, what... to deal with those. Yeah, that's one thing I was gonna to touch on too. So it's good to have expectations. So you just gotta uh, assume that anything could happen at any time. So, but it's not about what happened to you, it's your reaction to the situation. So I, uh I turned my uh, meniscus twice. So two years in a row. So uh, I did it the first first time, recovered. I came back too, too early because I, I was very impatient. I just wanted to play. never listened to anything. I so, you was know, just being silly. And then first, first, first day back, I did it again. So I went to another wow. surgery, came back, recovered. Um, when, I, when, I, when I thought everything was good, okay, this is, this is where everything's going to happen. Now no more injuries. You know, I'm ready to go. And I sort of pushed myself um, harder than I should have. And um, so I, I ruptured my Achilles tendon uh, about six months ago. Ouch. Yeah, so, I've, yeah, so I've, I've, gone through, I've gone through all the rehab phases. Um, I think with injuries, eventually you get to learn. You've you, 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 you be, you just become smarter. I never, I never used to listen to my body. So back in the days, I would play for a school team. Yeah. And I'll play indoor afterward. train three times with my club play Saturday with my club, and then go play African Cup. So nonstop. We were just on on, on and on. I didn't even know what rest day was. No recovery. I, I wasn't taking proper nutrition. So I was just like, okay, I feel good today, I play. I feel good tomorrow, I play. So that's one thing that I would advise anyone. So as you go, you learn. But um, yeah, I think after three times, <laughs> yeah, I should yes. probably learn my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: one of the um, biggest things you know, that I respect you for is that every time I see you on Instagram, you know you're still you're still putting in the work. You know you're still training, you're
2: still with the physio, or uh, your, your personal photographer still taking those videos? <laughs> hey, sh- shout out to Bara, yeah. man. We should pin him. <laughs> 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 no.
1: um, so I guess, do you have a, a favorite moment as a footballer? And that's for everyone in chat as well. Favorite moment as a footballer.
2: Um. I would say winning two trophies. So the first time was uh, high school. The first time um, Evans High School when we actually won, uh, made, made it to the grand final for Area Cup. And that was the first time ever the school actually made it that far. And what what's actually funny, 90% or 95% of the students were from Football United. So it was literally just me, my brother, Melvin, Mohammed Rahimi, who was one of the best, Best player, most technical player that i played with. So, so, when I came to Football United, he was actually one of the first ones that I actually spoke, spoke to. So, I looked at him I'm like, why is this guy so good? He's so talented. And yet, he shows up to every training in his year. I'm like, wow, this is maybe this is, uh, this is just more than it's more than skills. Yeah, so reaching yeah. the grand final, that was, um, yeah, that was a big um, achievement uh, for me and for the school and for, for everyone that just attended Evans High School. And uh, winning NPL with spirit <laughs> oh nice. and sh- nice. shout out to Magdi man and uh, yeah so we had a we had, we had an amazing team rusty was in the team too if rusty here you he would know abraham maju who is playing uh oh, who was playing uh, uh mariners and he played at Wanderers as well and uh, yeah so we had one of the best team and uh, in the grand final i was actually on the bench so yeah i was sitting on the bench the grand final and um one of, the, one of the players got injured. They, he did his ACL, you know? It wasn't the best thing, but um, yeah. So I got on on that game, and I scored the winning penalty. <laughs> oh, very nice, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. You'll use
1: those opportunities. I think, yeah, my favorite moment as a footballer, I mean, it's actually quite recent, and it's played with my brother. So I took a year yes. off, and then my brother got me back into it, and I played as a striker for the first time and actually got a few goals. Oh, wow. <laughs> so just being able yeah. to help the team getting back into it so after a bit of a break. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's really good. Now. Moment. So yeah, we've talked about sort of your journey through Football United as a participant and then as a footballer, but one of the, you know, how I got to know you was as a coach. So yeah. I guess you want Two to... Two places, man. <laughs> yeah. Was there a moment in time where you can sort of pinpoint, I guess, where you wanted to have an interest in being a coach?
2: Um, I think the, the turn, the time that I actually decided that I wanted to do something was after we came back from France. That's when I realized, after all the workshops, after everything, I realized, okay, you can still be a footballer and still contribute in a way that to an organization that has actually helped you in a way that I wasn't trying to pay back because obviously I can't pay Football United for what they've done to me. So, so for me to sort of come back, and then and do something and work with kids that I know that, are, that they, they're going through the same struggle and same um, obstacle that I actually faced years back. Um, yeah. So that was one of the motivation actually. So, and the first school they sent me that I started was Evans is where I started. Oh, at. So going back to that school, it was just like coming back home. So I already knew all the teachers, I knew um, how the school ran. So it was, it was fairly smooth. Yeah, and the way I met you was um, Arthur Phillips, right? Yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my OG school right there, Arthur Phillips. One I ever did it at. I met yeah. Aiman there, Margie, yourself. Yeah, Arthur Phillips. So yeah, that was, yeah, that was a good memory. That was
2: that was a good time. time. Yeah.
1: yeah, That's how I got involved as a coach as well. I didn't really have oh, any wow. thoughts of being a coach until I discovered Football United, and then sort of meeting nice. Stuart and Asma and Mark. And Brad and the whole yeah. crew, you know, Eve, right. Ayo, those guys are Those guys are amazing, man. These, guys are, these guys are heroes,
2: man. I'm telling
1: you. 100%. I mean, I wouldn't be yeah. half the person I am today, you know, without Football United creating chances. Yeah. Everything that I've learned. Yeah.
2: yeah. Massive credit to them, man, honestly speaking. What did they do? An amazing job. Amazing job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And an opportunity that both you and I got through Football United was a chance to coach with Sydney FC.
2: Sydney FC, academy. Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. That was a really good night. Like,
1: I remember the, the first time you and I had different days.
2: And then the second <laughs> yeah.
1: time we did it, we, did, we didn't even know. We just both rolled up and were like, oh, you're here. Yeah. Was, that, that was brilliant that. Got the opportunity to coach, meet some Sydney FC players, coach the new, you know, the young generation, the new generation of footballers. Yeah,
2: yeah football for sure. Yeah. Talking about meeting people, I actually forgot to mention it. Um, so during... um. 2000 and, during the Asian Cup, the one that Australia hosted. So they had um Clarence Seedorf. So he's an ex um some people may know him. He's an ex uh, Real magic player. He won Champions League. He was actually invited to run um, a, sh- a training session. So okay, these are the guys that I grew up and a lot of footballers grew up looking up to, saying, "Oh wow, these are like amazing players, amazing midfielders. These are like superstar. They've won. They played in World Cup. They won Champions League. They represent the national team." Just to be around these guys, this is someone that you know. You, you watch so many times. You watch their game highlight, and then out of nowhere, just standing next to them, you're like, "Wow, this is wow. Is this real? <laughs> is this happening?" Yeah. And then, um, I think, yeah, it's incredible. Even the World Cup winner, uh, Christian, Christian Karambe. Uh, so one of uh, the player that was part of the French squad in 1998 and who is the founder of this program actually invited him for dinner after after the festival so we're just sitting at the table the guy is calm collective and i'm just like wow you just you won the world cup look at him he's so calm so, and yet so humble man so yeah
1: yeah it's brilliant when you get the opportunity to meet your heroes and you know they live up to the expectations you know. but they're yeah. able to achieve these amazing things that still stay you know, humble and down to earth
2: 100% man. It'll
1: be you one day, huh? That'll be you for this uh, generation. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, man. One day. Hopefully. <laughs> so I guess uh, building off that, Teo's got a good question, which is uh, what's the next step for you? What's
2: next? Oh, that's from Teo. Hey, my man. <laughs> uh, what's the next step for me? I think for now, I'm just trying to take it step by step, to be honest. Uh, I've just got to listen to my body now and see what happens and um so i'm not i'm not going to rush into anything i'm not going to make any rash decisions um i have my whole life ahead so obviously uh football is still the dream but um i've got to make sure my body's 100 percent, and um i know where i'm going and i don't want to repeat the same mistake that i that i did in the past yeah i yeah. hope that answered your question too. so and
1: with this current situation that we're going through now i guess Do you have any advice for anyone out there? How are you sort of coping with this and how would you help others?
2: Um, I guess in a way it's sort of affecting everyone. And obviously it's not, it's it's not, it's, it's not the ideal situation. People have lost their jobs and then, um, you know, we're losing people and then, you know, um, so the best thing is probably just stay close to the family. Maybe this could be a chance for everyone just to reconnect and spend more time. And, um, Obviously, they, they, uh, the government is um, they asking everyone to exercise as much as they can. In, um, so I think everyone can just play their part. Just um, stay around, stay at home, um, contribute whatever you, you can, and at least try and learn something every day, like work on something. Yeah. So I think for me, uh, this has been... The most that I've actually had to reflect and go through, um, do things that I wasn't able to do because every, everything was going too fast, too quick. So, um, yeah, so a bit of reflection for me and uh, more time for me to work on myself, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm,
1: I'm the same, actually. It's a good opportunity for me to sort of take a step back and slow things down a bit and sort of think yeah. about where I want to be. That's what it's all about. sure, me. bro. Yeah, as a coach. So oh, nice answer. I guess does anyone have any last questions for our son?
2: Don't be shy guys. Come on, pop it in. <laughs> yeah. also hey. I'll check I'll i check actually, chat
1: if there's
2: any that I missed. I actually thought it was scarier than this. I thought it would be so scary, but yeah. Please <laughs> no, walk in the past mate. Um, Again, it's just, question. question. You know, we're here to have a chat here the conversation, share our stories yeah i mean it was good it was good to know i mean it was good to catch up anyways um yeah it's been a long 10 years man so what i want to say in the end just um you know um just thank you to everyone uh from the football united crews creating chances to so everyone who's involved um so the coaches the friends that i've met um yeah so just everyone man yeah it's, it's been a long ride long very long ride but i just, yeah, I'm just grateful, man, for every opportunity presented. Because um, it's been 10 years, but there are still people that are actually, um, that are, I didn't know before. But now they they, they, they become friends, they become brothers, they become family. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. for me, this is, it's, 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 yeah, it's much more than football, to be honest. 100%. That's what, yeah,
1: that's what Football United you know, is all about. More than football. So uh, someone asked a question. I think Kami asked who your favorite footballer is. So you answered, I think Zidane back in the day. Now it's Pogba, but uh, Musi wants to follow up and ask, her why? Why is Pogba your favourite player now,
2: and why was Zidane?" All right. <laughs> I'm gonna be biased here, okay? <laughs> number reason number one. Oh, Zidane is still my favourite of all time. Don't get me wrong. Zidane is still the favourite of all time, yeah. but now he's not playing. Obviously, he retired. The reason why I look up to Pogba, festival is Guinean. You know, so same country. His style of playing, I think it's something that I, something, the way that I play, I could sort of relate to him. So, yeah, he's a, he's a, because I usually, I think I'm a number eight, but the most most of my coaches would play me number six. So the way this guy is versatile in the midfielder, his long ball. Um, he's not the fastest player, but the, the technique he has, the composer. Yeah. And his life outside football too. is something that I can actually, you know, he's Muslim. Another reason.
0: Yeah.
2: And then, and, oh, I forgot to mention one thing. So, if anyone's uh, fasting today, uh, I said I forgot this is something. I was going to say this at the beginning, but I forgot. So, whoever is fasting today, today is the first uh, first day of Ramadan. So, just Ramadan Mubarak to everyone. whoever's is watching. Yeah. Anyway, so back to the question. Um, yeah, I think that's the reason, man. There's no, there's not much I can say.
1: Yeah. Uh, Asma just joined, so you can say hello to Asma.
2: She's in here now. Huh? One of the Asma, the, the OG in oh, the football United. Oh, yeah. Asma, Asma, Asma. Oh, um. I was just saying Ramadan, Mubarak to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she, says it, she says it back to you, mate. Uh, that's good. Uh,
1: let's see here. What else we got? I guess, uh, Taylor asks again, uh, any moment on the field or in football United that sort of left a, an impact on you?
2: Football United? Um... Uh... So, just football or just Football United? He said, because I can't uh, see the question. One. I
1: think either football or Football United. So, just football in general.
2: Is he talking about the positives, the negatives, the challenging parts? The I'll what's... leave it up to
1: you. Up to you how <laughs> you want to answer this. You I've, can I've, give us both maybe a positive and,
2: and, and a challenge. I've had sort of a mixed feelings and emotions on the field. Um, Looking at the winning side, obviously, uh, outside, outside of football. Uh, yeah, actually in France. So one of the, the, uh, the strategy, the method that football United uses here in Australia, so the fair play and then uh, the fair play game, so giving people two points even if they lose. I think in France, that was, that was implemented into uh, one of the games, one of the workshops that we did. Uh, just to see everyone reacting to that and then taking it positively, I think that was that that actually left me shook. So, um, so it's something that we do here in Australia, and then um, football United was able to take that and abroad and just implement that. and everyone just responded positively. And then then they it sort of changed the dynamic of the game. So yeah. it teaches people that this is this is football. This is this is not all about uh, we are not professionals here. We have goal to achieve and we need inclusion. So We need to get everybody involved. The goal is not to score goals and just this person won, this person lost, and everybody gets something in the end. Whether you win, you yeah. lose, you learn something, you know? 100%. Um, yeah, my biggest takeaway
1: from yeah. football United, I mean, as a coach now, you know, coaching my team is the fair play, but also, you know, the positive language of communication between players.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
1: obviously, we want to win on the field. So you got to make sure that you're treating each other fairly, you know, yeah. communicating well, talking well, supporting each other. But just the small things like that from the day to day. Try and build yeah. a, a more positive culture in Australian football.
2: For sure, man, for sure. So um, another question
1: is from, was it Musi? <laughs>
2: yeah. Musi, Musi.
1: You know, the question. Uh, it's all right, all questions right. are good. Cool. All right, What's so the Musi's question, question is. Uh, How have you used the life skills learned at
2: Football United on a day-to-day basis? Oh, that's a good, that's a great question, though. Um, So I'll talk about resilience. This is something that I've had to deal with in the past three years. Um, Obviously, um, with the injuries that I've had, it wasn't the nicest things ever. But um, sometimes things happen and you have to, yeah, you just have to go along with them. And then, um, so one thing that I actually learned from one of the workshops that we did in the camps before we actually went to New Caledonia was um, resilience. So as you can see, I was, I'm still passionate, but being so passionate about something that you want to do, something that you've always dreamed of doing, and all of a sudden, I've never been, I was never injured before my first injury. So for me, it was completely new. So mentally, you can see how, how much impact it could have on, your, on yourself and, in your life so i wasn't really expecting um to go down that way but then i realized i'm um, you have to move on these things happen you have to accept what they are you just gotta find ways to respond yeah. to it better and yeah i think resilience was one of the things that i've used uh out of most out of the workshop that i've done i think resilience because um yeah responding to situation that are out of your control obviously above everything you have to put god first you know and um yeah so and even um self control you know you have to be disciplined you have to be uh patient because I, ha- I actually had an opportunity to go to um i was in dubai i was with, i was with a team called El shabab and uh i stayed with them for a bit I actually had a an opportunity to see what life is as a professional, what this professional go through. Um, yeah. yeah, so it was at the highest level. So you could see what happens behind your door when you come to training. Like, we didn't bring our soccer boots. Um, we show up to training an hour earlier, video session, analysis. We have recovery day, something that I never did before. And then um, you have like three, four physios in the room. So whoever needs strapping, you show up early. You don't bring no jersey. Your boots are all there so for me to see that uh, for me to see that experience to see okay this is what it takes to be a footballer and then um there's actually stretches of um how football should be run because when i obviously when i played here uh no disrespect to australia or any of the clubs so we just showed up train put cones on and then do our sprints, and then show up on a saturday to play so for me it was a it was a big change so i had to adapt i have to adapt into the structure of football the way they set up the um, the system uh so the training the recovery days uh the game day so everything everything was completely different and then um yeah so overcoming overcoming um obstacle and then just um being able to be to adapt to uh situations so and these are all things that you can get from uh uh i i gained from the workshops but at the time i didn't really see them as that you don't realize yeah. until you actually uh finish or until um something actually comes to you in life then you realize this is something that i've done before i've worked through this and it just it's just a matter of just reflecting sitting down and you know using your experiences to yeah I Think I'm talking yeah. too much. <laughs> uh, brilliant. I guess for me to talk <laughs> no, that's good.
0: Man.
1: <laughs>
2: this is what the Huh? Well
1: I thought I thought yeah, I could sort of share a little bit more on that is I mean I yeah. was never as I said before I joined Football United, I never really thought I would I'd be a coach. And early mm-hmm. on i never really had, you know, a lot of confidence being able to talk in front of people. And I had, you know, mm-hmm. there's two or three sessions I look back on and think that was, you know, some of the worst sessions that I've ever run. But yeah. I use those, that experience now with the fact that I got through those sessions, taking what I learned from them, You know, which is making sure that I'm always prepared, always planning a session, yeah. Make, no yeah. matter what, you know, matter who it's with, no matter if I've run 100 sessions, one session always making sure I have a plan, sticking to the plan. Yeah. And if I have, if something doesn't work, remembering that even though I've had sessions in the past where things didn't work properly, I was still able to mm-hmm. take those experiences moving forward. And, you know, coaching an under 15 team now, which is a sort of a new experience for me. Awesome, camp man. And
2: Football United is helping me with that. So Can I add something to that? I sort of Can I add something to that that we both experienced? So, remember the first day we showed up to Sydney FC um, clinic, one of the clinic in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And we, like, we had to, they, they didn't give us sort of, um, how do I a say plan, this? Yeah. So, yeah, so luckily, I plan something you plan something because that's something that we do at football united so we showed up there not knowing we're giving kids okay this is under 14 this is under 15 so you got them for six hours but um so you had to do whatever so luckily we came prepared and yeah. i think that's something that we were told at football united just the, the, the prep um the to be able to adapt into situation because the kids obviously had different levels of skills and talent. So um yeah. These are all things that we 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 actually um did at the camps and all the workshops. Yeah,
1: that's it. Always having a plan. Yeah, I remember those, those Sydney FC sessions. Like, oh here's a, here's a group <laughs> of fifteen kids. Go ahead and run the session. And you and I yeah. were seeing each other. Oh good thing we planned we had Yeah, here. I was and then yeah, but not, not only that, you know, our experiences, we're able to bounce ideas off each other. We can yeah. show, you know, some, what worked, what didn't, what can we change? But sure, that's, man. that's what it's all about as well, you know, talking with people. That's why even today when we're sort of having to live in isolation away from each other, making sure that we still communicate with everyone, with our family, with our friends, with other yeah. coaches, continue to learn, continue to develop as people, and as coaches, as players as well, making sure you do your physio day to day. Just, the, you know,
2: just those small things every day.
1: That's what it's all about. Yeah, of course.
2: Yeah. Well, I think we yeah, I think covered it's... pretty much. We, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, I think we've been in 50 minutes, man. That's, I wasn't expecting oh, that far. I, I wasn't even paying attention to the time. I was just chatting. Yeah, because I don't know what happened. I can't really see um, any of the comments of you, whatever's happening here. But um, yeah, good chatting.
1: Yeah, 100%. So I guess yeah, one, you One one takeaway message shall we to everyone? One last sort of uh, message
2: oh, no. What message can I give to people? Um. Life life message. Football message. Yeah, I mean I can share. I can share of one, sort of, one
1: of my own if you like. I can sort of.
2: Yeah, you go. Uh, you go first, man. Take the lead.
1: I mean something that I've I've realized is even though you know this sort of situation has thrown us out of our usual routine. For me personally, you know, usually I'd be at yeah. school by eight, nine AM in the morning. But now without that, I sort of didn't have a reason to get up early. So at the start of all, all this I was sort of using it as a sleep in excuse to sleep in. But then I realised that I've got to get back on my routine, which is what it's all about, with following Eve's small wins as well, just making sure that I follow creating chances, follow the messages. Yeah so just stick with small goals. Small goal could be yeah. wake up by eight, 8 a.m. every day. You know, be in bed by 10.30 at night. Yeah. Just those small little things. You don't have to, you know, win a Nobel Prize. You don't have to win a, a World Cup. You don't have to do anything massive over this time. It's just those small little things day to day. That's what I'm focusing on. And that's my advice. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously, um, things have changed um, with this, um, with the COVID-19. Um, um, I don't know what everyone's doing, what approach they're doing, how much it has impacted everyone. So I can't really speak, um, for it's everyone. I can really, sort of perspective. Yeah. But from my own perspective, the way I'm dealing with things, like I said earlier, it's more about, I think now I have more time to actually train. So, um, cause usually we had, I wouldn't say distraction. So, um, we had a lot of things going on. Everything was going too fast. Um, but um, what I'm doing right now is just uh, what I would tell everyone: just st- just stay positive. Um, obviously, a lot of the plans, a lot of the things that people had goals on of achieving certain things, but because of um, the restriction on um, certain areas, obviously it can't be done. But there's still ways that are, you can do things around, so you can pretty much like plan better if you have to, because we don't know how long we're going to be um, with this. Hopefully um it ends soon but um yeah just work on your plans more if planning is one thing i mean if you have a bigger goal just plan it even better because this now is giving you more time to actually work on yourself um you can focus on things that are more important just try and learn a new skill just try and do something um that's what that's my advice to everyone just um just stay positive um we're all going to get through this and then yeah we like they said, there's okay, lights at the end it. of the tunnel. We're
1: going to get to it. 100%.
2: <laughs> yeah. All uh, right. Nice hour, son. Appreciate it, Yeah. Mate. Yeah. And thanks, See to everyone, man, for listening to us talk for over, over an hour.
0: Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode of the Positive Feedback Podcast. If you want to hear more amazing stories, head on over and subscribe to our podcast feed on Spotify and iTunes. And if you want to hear more about the work that Creating Chances is doing, follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much for listening and we hope to see you next time on the Positive Feedback Podcast.